Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for today. I don't know why I have the 22nd on here. February 24th. Uh, I'm two days behind, apparently. I'm still on Tuesday. I knew that was wrong. Show number 219. It's the uh, show for uh, Thursday, February 24th. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. It's the Hammer Down Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway. Uh, make sure to uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. You can also uh, follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can also check us out at uh, HammerDownRacingReport.com. And uh, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I was looking at some of our reviews on the Apple Podcasts yeah. site. Yeah. There's like only one put a comment. Yeah. And it uh, was uh, complaining about the dogs barking. I think it was uh, an older comment. Really? Yeah. And we got one star from from that person. Huh. It was very sad. So oh. if you could go and help. I think we're like at a 4-4 because of that one one-star review. <laughs> of the Am dogs. I? You guys having connection issues with me again tonight? No, uh, not yet. Uh, not yet, yeah. Because I, I mean, they, I came into the show like 10 seconds late, and it was weird. Oh. I was wondering if the ice out there is having some issues for me down here in Lima. Uh, uh, no, no, you're all good. So anyways, back to what I was okay. saying. Maybe, Sorry. Maybe somebody in the comments will tell us if you're yeah. acting funny. Uh, I'm always acting funny. Follow us. I wasn't going there. Leave us a review. It it helped. And uh, I was I was actually was watching a, a thing today how to better promote your podcast. And uh, so apparently I haven't been posting enough on social media. Really? Yeah. I ought to make I, I up for that. that. You ought to, but I don't know that your posts are necessarily about the show though. Oh, I'm, I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. Uh, tonight on the show, we are talking about racing on ice. And no, we're not talking the hangover race at Sandusky. It's a Sprints on Ice uh, show uh, happening. Actually, it's uh, Fast Eddie's Hot Wheels on Ice, uh, the name of this particular deal, up there in Michigan on Houghton Lake. And we'll be talking to uh, both uh, Nick Berry from uh, Sprints on Ice and uh, Barry Marlowe from the uh, Great Lakes Super Sprint Series uh, and kind of they kind of have been putting this together for the past couple of years. We'll find out what's going on this weekend and uh, what you can do to check that out. Uh, in the meantime, got to thank Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race, racing every Saturday night during the race season. Uh, I did speak to Chrissy the other day, and they are working on the schedule. Um, Jerry, there is an event that you will be happy with uh, coming back to Oakshade. I can't say what it is yet because I don't know the official status of anything, but uh, you will be happy. Uh, and unofficially, I believe opening day is going to be April 30th for Oakshade Raceway. The only official date that I do have is, of course, the Summer Nationals date coming up on July 16th for the uh, dirt car, Summer Nationals, late models, and oh, modified. Three days after our Summer Nationals date at Montpelier, so same week. Well, they're close. So I'll get, I'll get two Summer Nationals what? races that week. Yeah. I also have to thank Big D's Pizza and Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde. Give them a call right now. You can order some pizza, 419-547-1444. Order quick, though, because I think the snow's coming. If you, uh, you want to get your pizza delivered uh, quick, uh, do that. Also, check out the new cheese and uh, pepperoni pizza bites served with the side of marinara sauce. And also, again, uh, welcoming Big D's Pizza onto the side of the Ocho this year once I have new sides put on by Ron Miller Race Cars. Woohoo! Yeah. 
I'll come up and help with that. I'll make a lot of money on that one. <laughs> uh, also, thanks to uh, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. We got a new sponsor coming on board next week. Really? I think Ron might know who it is, but we'll talk about that next week. Oh, come on. Another racing-related sponsor. Imagine that. Uh, well, that's not fair. Why? Tell me who it is. Uh, just, just whisper it. Nobody will know. Pretend you're Joe Biden and whisper into the microphone. It rhymes with abominator. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Let's bring our guests on. Uh, how about we do that? We'll bring uh, Barry, Hi, Barry. Barry Marlowe from Great Lakes Super Hi. Sprint joining us uh, via vid- video and uh, on the phone with us, Nick Barry from the uh, Sprint Cars on Ice. Nick, uh, can you hear us? I can hear you. All right. All right. I like it when everything works. That never happens. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Staying warm? I'm good. Where, uh, Nick, where are, are you? Are you actually on your way to Michigan? Are you still in New Hampshire? or, or where? No, I'm in, I'm in New Hampshire. Um, we'll probably get into it later on in the show, but we're, we're setting up a challenge race for uh, for next year and, There'll be more of us coming out for next year's event. Okay, are, you are coming out for this weekend, aren't you? Not this weekend, oh. unfortunately. Oh well, that's disappointing. Uh, so, yeah. well, give us. Uh, did you have anything to do with uh, the the event then at Houghton Lake, or, or is this all who, who who put this thing together? Well, the it's really put on by our fast Eddies, the Hot Wheels on Ice, and uh, Sprint Cars on Ice is just a part of it. Um, you know, as you know, Barry and I kind of came together and sprint cars on ice, you know, I own the, the naming rights and the series and, you know, um, Barry came on and, you know, he's got his cars down there and we're, we're trying to grow the brand basically out in Michigan. All right. Well, uh, Barry, uh, give us a, give us a summary of, uh, what's, what's on tap for this weekend, where, and how people can get involved and check it out. Okay, it's up at Prudenville. For those who are familiar with Houghton Lake, it's on the southeast corner of Houghton Lake. Uh, actually, in East Bay. I don't lead with that because we just got done with East Bay down in Florida, not to be confused with that East Bay. That East Bay is a little warmer, and Bay. the weather's going to be different. Yeah, a little, yeah. And, and Larry Jewett won't be announcing. That, that's right. Um, but what Eddie set up. Actually, last year with our test and tune, you know, we did a test and tune this weekend uh, last year, and people were so excited about it. Eddie saw he's always done the snowmobile races up there, and they're local right there. His brother and him build the track, and his sister's involved. and And he says, "You know what?" He says, "I think we could do a whole weekend with just wheels," and that's where the Hot Wheels on Ice came from. So this weekend is all going to be wheeled vehicles. Um, tomorrow is going to be, originally was just going to be test and tune, but we have five or six lightning sprints that will be there and they will start racing at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Um, and then we'll run the feature at five o'clock. So we're going to kick things off tomorrow with the lightning sprints. That wasn't the original intent. <laughs> we didn't plan on splitting them up, except um, somebody misread a calendar and four of the four of the five or six cars can't make it Saturday. So, uh, and I wanted them to have a chance to race and 
and we'll still have some fun tomorrow. So that starts tomorrow at four o'clock. And then Saturday, um, it, and it's an open test and tune as well, guys. So anybody that wants to bring their car up and, and try it out tomorrow can do that starting at three o'clock. Um, the lightning sprints are just going to work their heat race in and their feature in in between that. And then Saturday starting at 11, um, we'll have the full-size sprints there as well as four-cylinder street stocks, um, maybe side-by-sides. What are side-by-sides? Side-by-side ATVs. Okay. Quads. Quads. Gotcha. That's that's a term they've been using up here, side-by-side. Sure. So I guess my mule is a side-by-side. Gotcha. So a two-seater. Yeah. Um, That's going to be Saturday. And then Sunday, I think they're going to have four-wheelers and anybody else that wants to race on Sunday as well. So the whole weekend, they built – we gave them the dimensions. Nick had sent me the – the layout, which is basically a three-eighths mile track. Um, it's going to be a little bit smaller than that, but it's going to be what the guys are used to seeing for sure. So that's what's on tap this weekend. Nick, the cars that you race over in New Hampshire, they're they're self-starting, aren't they? The, the sprints? Uh, primarily, most of them are, yeah. Uh, you don't have to by the rules. Um you don't have to. It's just convenient for us to to do that. It oh, costs absolutely. us a little bit more money, but it's a lot easier to uh, to do things in the winter time. I didn't know if that would present a challenge to the guys uh, running at Houghton Lake, having mm-hmm. having to push them off on ice. I I mean, they do push off on ice. I've pushed off on the ice before. Um, you know, there doesn't seem to be any issues. Um, you know, in that aspect and. And quite frankly, whether you run the cars with a transmission in them or you don't run a transmission and starter, um, the racing is, uh, you wouldn't even know the difference, honestly. I mean, a, a car that's got more weight to it with a transmission and everything, I've done it, been there, done it, and you can beat the guys that, you know, do not have any of that that are just direct drive like a normal dirt car. Now, Nick, have you uh, given any pointers to any of these uh, GLSS uh, guys? Uh, you know, as far as the the tires, the, your your windshield wiper and little windshield uh, thing, or you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think they believe in the windshield wiper and the, the <laughs> windshield deal. <laughs> but um, you know, the, I've I've talked to a few few of the drivers here and there throughout the last year or so, and um, you know, it's it's honestly a lot like the dirt. Um, a lot of people think because it's on the ice that it's real slippery and that type of stuff. It's really not, um, you know, it's not at all. You got really good grip with those studs on there. I mean, you're lifting the wheels off the ground and even on when we run the chain tires on the cars, you're still, you're getting enough grip to lift the front wheels right off the ground racing on ice. Just a big old stack of tear offs. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Back to to the events, uh, Barry, this weekend. Is there an an entry fee for each day? Is there any kind of purse they're racing for, or is this all for fun? I mean, how's how's that work? Um, Yes, both. (laughs) Okay. Um, I've uh, I've told all the guys that put cars together 
uh, we have some sponsors that have stepped up and um, there is a purse that I'm spreading equally amongst the ones that show up tomorrow and Saturday. Um, and then Fast Eddie, he, he still got his own deal. His deal is any car that wants to show up, the registration is 40 bucks. And that goes toward the insurance and the paying for the gas to do the track and all that stuff. And then, but then he's also paying a purse out of that. So you got two things going on. I wanted to make sure, you know, I knew how much time our guys put into it and get our guys to come out as we start promoting this. So we have some sponsors putting in money, but then Fast Eddie's deal is 40 bucks. So the rest of the entries are part of that. Part of that. Um, if that makes sense for for our listeners that aren't aware of the changes that these guys have to make to a full-fledged sprint car why don't you go through that well they see they that's don't why have nick the, and i were kind of hoping we were they don't have the big uh, wide tires and everything. go ahead they don't have the big right wide no, tires correct the, the the wheels are really the biggest challenge for everybody to try to get a hold of um Actually, the car itself isn't a big deal. Phil Gressman brought up the same car he ended the racing with last year, and he just changed the wheels and, of course, changed the the injectors. I mean, they they had a – let's see, which way is it? Had a really lean it out? Is that right, Nick? No, they got to fatten, it, go. they gotta right. fatten it up it for up. the cold. Yeah, you got to fatten it up. Yeah, right. there you go. Yep. Um, but and the only other challenge they had other than just using the dirt car – was keeping that motor warm. Mm -hmm. You know, even when they were running, because we weren't really we racing weren't. last year, but they really couldn't get their cars up much over 180 to 190 degrees. So that was the biggest challenge was the, the wheels and keeping the motor warm. But other than that, that was the exact same car they raced with around Michigan last year. Now, are the other classes like the street stocks, are they running studded tires or... Or what kind of what's yep. the deal with them? They yeah, are. they're they're all running studs. Okay. I, yeah, I I think they kind of do what they want. They just can't run a stud longer than three quarters of an inch. But I think I think some of the smaller cars they're just putting the old fashioned way of putting screws in their tires. <laughs> you know, whatever. I, uh, I'm I was never around that myself. So, um, but everybody's welcome if they want to come out and try it out. Forty bucks get you in, and you can. You can go out and play. What about part so, of the purse? What about spectators? If uh, somebody wants to come out and, and just watch, it's it's free to everybody. Um, I don't even think they're going to charge for the ice this year. I mean, what they were talked about was like five or ten bucks a car to park on the ice, but I don't think they're even going to be doing that this year. So it's totally free for anybody who wants to come up and watch. Very cool. Going to be concessions to for for people, or Hot do chocolate. they bring their oh, own yeah. food? Oh, that's no. There's there's uh there's going to be some concessions there. I think there's some food vendors, and there's definitely some good local restaurants right down through the strip right there. So, so we're making this as easy on on the fans as we can, and uh, oh, they could come watch and 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 have a good time. That's what it's about. It truly is. I mean, it, it's really about having a good time. You know, there's the, the weather's going to be about perfect. You know, the, we're going to light snow tomorrow, but I think Saturday it's supposed to nearly get up to 30, which is going to be good on dust, right, Nick? Sure. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Okay, because I, you know, the colder it is, the more ice dust and snow dust that you you put up in the air. Um, so that the humidity's up and it warms up a little bit, it keeps that down a little bit. I'll be done. So I think it's going to be really good Saturday. I say just get the water truck out there. Be <laughs> I think we ought to get a Zamboni. Quite <laughs> frankly, that's a good idea. Instead of instead of taking the snow plows out after every heat race, the the plow out the shavings. I think they just need a Zamboni to go and tie it back together again. So is the so, format going to be like? They drilled a hole yesterday and. Go ahead, Barry. Like, well, honestly, I don't know what I'm going to get for cars. You know, I, I put a press release out Sunday because we had a lot of people wanting to know how many cars are coming. I think a lot of people thought it was just sprint cars. Um, it's not just sprint cars. You know, it's like six different classes. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of things going on, but it's all going to be cars and, and wheeled vehicles. Um and I honestly don't know. So I put a press release out because I didn't want people to drive five hours and say, well, oh my God, there's only four sprint cars here. Well, I guarantee you. Yeah, keep in mind, it's just an expedition race. Open up on the ice, it's going to be. Yeah. You know, so you're wanting to know a format. I, I don't really know yet. I, I mean, we've talked about a couple of things. I thought about. I mean, like heat races uh, and a feature. I mean, is it going to be like a standard well, I Saturday know, night that's thing? Where I was going. Okay. I knew that's what you meant. I was just beating around the bush to it, but um, <laughs> I would like the, like the lightning sprints, you know, if we have six cars, I'm probably going to run three heat races of two each. And I'm going to have that set how they line up in the feature. And then we'll run all six of them in the feature. You know, I mean, give everybody a feel for the ice, you know, they'll, they'll get a chance to do hot laps. We'll send out a heat race, however format it is. Um, I'm thinking initially we'll just run one-on-one and we'll run through from a drawing and then we'll, we'll line them up on how they finish and put the fast cars to the back, slower cars to the front, and we'll let them all run together. Okay. Any names that you, but I haven't really decided until I see how many cars we have. I mean, you could even run a heat race with all those sprint cars and and then invert it for the feature. There you go. Right. Or do it the way they do. I, I want to give everybody some ice. Time. You could do it the way they do down under. Uh, they do a pill draw they for no, the heat Australia races, and then they <laughs> invert that for the second heat race, and your combination of points is where you start the feature. So mm-hmm. right. each car would and get Eddie, two heat Eddie races and, and a feature. That. Yeah. That's how we do it in There's New Hampshire. We run two heats and a feature. So speaking of, uh, I know, Nick, you mentioned here that this is just another exhibition. Uh, I believe uh, the first exhibition you guys uh, put together uh, was last year, and then there was talks last year that this was actually going to be a, a Sprint Cars on Ice event, event. but this is uh, yeah. still just an exhibition. Uh, I see that there's plans uh, in the works for, for next year for something like that. Uh, one of you guys want to want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you know, Barry and I both really just thought that um, it was going to take off, I think, a little bit more in Michigan, uh, given his dirt car counts. And, um, you know, quite frankly, the way he has it set up, it's super easy just to 
bolt on some studded tires and, and take your dirt car out there and go racing and have some fun. Um, but I, I think a lot of people were just, and correct me if I'm wrong, Barry, but I think a lot of people were just, um, you know, a little bit wary of this and, and if it was a one-time deal or what. And that's kind of why we came out with a schedule to let people know that, you know, this is this is something we plan on keeping around and and uh, actually having a real schedule for, for next year and not like a one-off deal. Um, I think that might have scared some people off at first. So I think coming out with a schedule will help it grow. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, to be very honest with you, that that's why we're not coming down because it, it is an exhibition type thing again. And, and uh, you know, we, we want to run with more cars and, you know, really see where everyone stacks up against each other. Is anybody from New Hampshire coming over to Michigan for this? Not for an exhibition, no. Okay. So so next year... Yeah, Scott... Go ahead, Barry. Um, last year was strictly a test and tune. It wasn't even an exhibition race. Okay. When we got there, it was tied into a snowmobile race. And there was no way in God's green earth or white snow that I could let those guys even open up the cars. So... Last year was truly just a test in tune. And then we did a test in tune two weeks ago at Misaki uh, Lake over at Lake City, which was a test in tune. Now, they're, they will be racing tomorrow and Saturday, but we're calling it an exhibition because we don't, we don't, we don't know what, how many cars we're going to have. Yeah. I, I have. I have commitments for six lightning sprints tomorrow, which is a nice showing. Um, and I'm counting on four cars that I know that have talked to me, but there's been four sprint car people from out of state that have talked to Eddie that's putting on the show about what studs to run and what, what the requirements are. So there's a little bit of a potluck. I mean, a black, black box. I don't know what we're going to have. I'm counting on four cars, which yeah, so there, should, there could be anywhere show. from four to eight, you know, but, but I, that's why I put a press release out. I I want to have fun, and I don't want people all upset because they thought it was all sprint cars, and they get up there and there's four sprint cars, you know. But but there's a lot of other things going on with street stocks and four cylinders and and the side by side. So um, so yeah, we're not trying to string anybody on at all. <laughs> it's just we thought I had 12 drivers called me after last year's race, and. I thought, man, here we go. I mean, that, that'd be a nice core. Well, they're, they're not here. So <laughs> I, and I think a lot of it's cause we had no schedule and they really didn't know. Are they like Nick said, are they doing it for one race? So I've already come out with a schedule. I've used the time myself to line up alliances with, cause these are public. That's the other battle we've got is they're public lakes. So we have to get DNR permits. We're working with the local chamber of commerce so that's that's what I've been doing with this last year, and now since we have it, well, now I came out with a schedule of five five race dates for next year, and we're going to make fi- this okay. weekend, yeah, and we're going to make this weekend the challenge weekend with the New Hampshire cars. So next year this will be the weekend. Gotcha. For Hot Wheels on Ice, and we'll make that the challenge race. So these five races uh, next year are they at different locations, or? Three different locations. Okay. We're looking at going to Lake Misaki twice, Houghton Lake. I don't know if we'll be at two different spots on Houghton Lake. I don't know if we'll be at Tip Up Town for one of them and then back on East Bay for this weekend, or if they'll both be in East Bay. 
Um, and then our last one, we're starting, I'm going up next week to the UP on the St. Mary's River. <laughs> I grew up on a river, on the Maumee River, you know, so I'm a little leery of racing on a river, but they've got 24 inches of ice. Wow. Um, and they're starting the first, the first annual St. Mary's River Roar. Um, they're going to have it the first weekend of March. And we're taking four or five lightning sprints up there. And we're going to do a little exhibition for them. They built a three-eighths mile track. I gave them the, I gave them the, the map on how to lay it out. I was up there three weeks ago during the I-500 and met with them, met with the I-500 people. And uh, they're quite excited about it. So I'm planning on making that our last race every year now. Uh, is up on St. Mary's. Kind of cool. The winter, they could see sprint cars. In the summer, they see 1,000-foot freighters making the jog there. But uh, So, yeah, I, I think that's going to help next year, Scott, is now the guys are going to see, hey, we got five dates okay. that we put something together and, and actually found a champion next year. Is that uh, schedule so, up on your website, or where, where can people find that uh, schedule at? It's it's definitely in the press release that I put out on Great Lakes Super Sprints okay. on Sunday. It's so in the press release. Website, it's also on the uh, Sprint Cars on Ice pages on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Cool. So there's going to be a... I also, uh, Scott, I also emailed you that, too. Okay. So there's going to be a, a Great Lakes uh, region champion for next year? For sprint cars on ice, yep, yep, that's our plan. Excellent. So what? Uh, what? Uh, how? How are things going over in New Hampshire, Nick? Uh, I mean, you guys have been doing some races uh, this year for the sprint cars on ice. Uh, yeah, we. It's been a little bit light this year. Uh, we only got two races in New England out here this year. Um, we still have plenty of ice. I mean, even it's been the last two weeks. It's we've had four days. It's been sixty degrees or better. We'll take that. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is nice, but not, not, not nice for the ice. So, yeah. uh, but we do still have two feet of ice. The problem is, is the shoreline and getting onto the ice. Our entrances, um, had been the issue. So we actually haven't raced the last couple of weeks because of that. And quite frankly, I don't see it, uh, you know, getting any colder to, uh, to, you know, build that back up. So honestly, I think it's going to be a two, two race schedule, you know, season this year, unfortunately. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, pray for colder weather for next year. You've got a loyal enough group that uh, if the weather does turn cold, you could do an impromptu race. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we're, you know, up here, I mean, it's been going on so long. I mean, uh, longer than I've been alive. They've, they've been racing on the ice up here since, honestly, dating back to like the 40s, 50s type stuff. I mean, it's crazy how long they've raced on Lake Winnipesaukee and everything and um, the clubs around here really got started and going, I think 1979 and, you know, we, we put our first sprint car out on the ice and, oh, I want to say 2000. Um, so realistically sprint cars on ice, um, you know, aside from the name, but there's been sprint cars on ice up here for 20 years. Wow. So it's, it's nothing new. Um, but yeah, our, our guys are so used to this type of weather. I mean, you got some seasons where you'll have 12 races and you get other years that are just like this. And, you know, we get these cars ready and, you know, they just kind of sit in the shop and we all pray for cold weather. And, you know, if it's cold, we go racing. 
It's just like uh, just like during the summer. The the weather is a major factor in racing. Yep, yeah. absolutely. I think we should all race indoors. <laughs> there we go. That's we'll get a we'll get a really big hockey rink or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah, like extra that. large. Um, do you have uh, you have uh, summer racing plans out there uh, this year, Nick? Yeah, we. My boy and I, we we do the sprint car stuff in the yeah. summer as well. And um, my son Caden, he actually just raced um, the sprint car for the first time this year. At uh, 14 years old, he did a traditional uh, wingless sprint car, and he. Uh, did very well. He uh, he won eighty percent of the races and won the championship and rookie of the year and all that stuff. And so we're we're actually kind of excited. I mean, it stinks that the ice racing looks to be over, but we've started on on the dirt racing cars. I'm building a brand new triple uh, X wing car for myself and working on his uh, wingless stuff. So we're getting ready for the dirt. So you guys uh, race head to head against each other. Caden uh, Caden and I haven't raced against each other yet. No. Is oh, that, it's a treat. Trust will, me. Will that happen this summer? Um, no. To be honest with you, I'll be very honest with you. I don't like wingless sprint cars. So okay. I don't. I don't have any plans of racing those things. Um, I'm a wing guy. I just that's, I like going really fast. So um, that's what I'm into. I'm not into the wingless stuff. And unfortunately, up here, Caden, it makes no sense to me. But Caden is actually too young to race a wing car here but he's allowed to run a wingless deal at a uh, local track. Where he's a non-wing. Okay. Yeah, it makes no sense to me, but you got to go by their track rules. Gotcha. So when's uh, when's your guys' uh, first uh, race weekend uh, on the dirt? Uh, we we get going. We have, like, practices and stuff at the end of April, but we really don't get going until May. So pretty much. But, I mean, when it's, when it's cold out, we typically would run, you know, the sprint car on the ice all the way through March maybe into the first week of April, but it's just not going to happen. I don't think this year. Now, do you don't run the same uh, sprint car that you use on the ice on the dirt? Do you? Uh, the guys up here in New Hampshire, we don't do that. No. Okay. I mean, obviously Barry and his group have definitely proved that it can be done and it has been done. And, um, you know, I don't know, maybe we have more, more money than brains or something. I, I don't know. We, we have different cars for different surfaces. Gotcha. I was just more curious as to be, you'd be like the only guy out there with the, with your, with the starter, not requiring a push start. Uh, and oh like, yeah. No. Yeah. Majority of them are all direct drive push start, but, um, we have, we've done it on the dirt in the past. I mean, we, we have, and I've actually, I've done it on the dirt. I've won on the dirt as well. I just got thinking of that. I've, I've won with a transmission and a starter on the dirt as well. Really? <laughs> yep, so, against the direct drive. So that could work then. So th- there's no reason it we can't absolutely put, can. No reason we can't put starters in in sprints. Uh, I don't want to cause a war now. <laughs> Barry's covering <laughs> his ears. <laughs> Barry, I, I'm losing you guys. <laughs> uh, I think Barry's uh, connection just dropped off. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. some traditions suck. Trust me. Well, I'm thinking for the fans. You know. No, I'm a I'm a diehard sprint car guy. I I gotta say I like the push start stuff. It's just convenient on the ice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What's well, more horsepower to the to the to the ground? That's what it is. That's, that's uh, all. possibly. Come see the lightning. <laughs> they got starters. Our lightning sprints have starters, and they can drive out and be on their own as race cars should. 
Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh boy! What did we get started here? <laughs> so next, next, next uh, winter, uh, will the, the you and the New Hampshire guys uh, will they be coming to these Michigan races then, as well? Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna come to all of them. I mean, that's twenty hours for us to go yeah. out there. You know, eighteen, um, just one way. So no, not all of them. But we'll we'll hit up a challenge race. Obviously, I mean, I'd love to go head to head with uh, with Daggett and. Um, you know, that would be really fun and Gressman, um, you know, just see where we all stack up against each other and, you know, that'd be a good time. And, uh, but yeah, we've, we've got myself and at least a few other ones coming. Uh, we'll see how many I can talk into it. I think you might have a unfair advantage though. You've got the experience on the ice where these guys are, are kind of just getting into it. Uh, you may be right, but, uh, what was that Barry? uh, I'm, yeah, will He's anybody watch the video from Saturday? Will anybody no. be live streaming? Daggett and Gressman. Um, don't think live streaming on Saturday. Don't think so. But we'll have. Video. I don't think we're a live stream, so. but we're gonna. Um, we've had several media outlets reach out to me on Sprint Cars on Ice, and we have several photographers as well as uh, drone pilots coming out. Nice. I got some uh, some video that uh, you sent me, Nick. That uh, we'll play. Uh, a little bit later on in the show, after we're done talking to you guys, uh, showing sure. some uh, footage. Of- Barry, yeah, that's get- one of the colder days, but good, it- good racing. Get somebody to do a, at least a Facebook Live, <laughs> or at okay. least record. I'll it, see yeah. what I can do. Yeah. Okay. Keep us posted. All right. All right. I guess I could do that from the end. After I drop the green flag, I can. I can just. You're going to be busy. You my, could designate. I, that, that's a question. You get Marshall Campbell to get out of his. I truck think that's a great job. You know, Les Hanna is listening in. I think he should Let's, do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Okay. There you go. Now, there when you, you go. When you guys are on the ice, that way I don't have to be on race receiver. When you guys are on the ice, is there a flagman, or do you guys use race receivers? How? I mean, because it's kind of hard to see from what I saw in the videos. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we have a flagman, but the flagman stands on the inside of the racetrack because that snow dust wants to go outwards. Okay. So the flagman's on basically the infield, almost like the chili bowl, and yeah. then uh, we also use receivers as well. Okay. Cool. Well, interesting. Well, I, I want to talk to to Barry about uh, the Great Lakes Super Sprints uh, plans for the summer. Uh, so I th- I think we covered all the, the sprint cars on ice stuff, Nick. So we can let you go and. Uh, I, I hope it, I would say, I, I hope it warms up out there, but you want it to cool down. So, uh, hopefully it cools down over there in, in New England. Scott, for you. the way your weather forecasts work, um, if you want it to warm up, it'll get cold. There you go. That's right. <laughs> All right, Nick. We'll, All right, guys. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. We appreciate uh, your input and we look forward to, uh, seeing you in the Midwest here next winter. Next winter. We'll be out there. All Thanks, right, Barry. Man. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, Goodbye. Nick. There's uh, Nick Barry from uh, Sprint Cars on Ice. Now, now Barry, uh, you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on here. You got the Great Lake Super Sprints, the Great Lake Lightning Sprints. We had uh, uh, Jack on the champion last week uh, on the show. What's uh, what's mm-hmm. coming up uh, this summer for, with with all your uh, your your series there? Um, well, we're gonna race. Um, <laughs> Great Lake. Super Where are you Sprints gonna race? Is, when? Uh, um well the lightning sprint since you interviewed jack last last week um 
they're going to actually kick off first. They're actually going to have a two-day show at Winston Speedway on the west coast of Michigan um, called the, oh, my God, Outlaw. Yeah, that. The Outlaw (laughs) Shootout or something. Now I I feel bad. I can't remember the name of it. Um, But it's going to be April 1st and April 2nd. Um, And it's kind of an icebreaker thing. (laughs) And then the rain date for that is going to be the next weekend. But Great Lakes Super Sprints is actually going to kick off April 22nd and 23rd. We'll start out at I-96. I normally try to do one race. I don't like to start out with the double header, but that's just the way it worked out with Easter. Um, I also don't like to race on Easter and give everybody a chance to be with their family. So we actually moved everything to the 22nd and 23rd. We'll be at I-96 and Crystal. And then I'm still working on another race for the 29th to put with Wayne County on the 30th. So we'll be over Orville on April 30th. And then uh, see how good my memory is. Then May 13th and 14th, we run both nights with the All-Stars. Uh, we start out at I-96. Um, the All-Stars and Great Lakes Super Sprints. And then on Saturday, we go to Route 66 in Joliet, Illinois. And we run that track together. Um, so that's going to be a fun weekend. That'll be a 3,000 to win for us. Um, 3,000 to win, 2,000 for second, 1,500 for third, and 1,000 for fourth. And then the rest of my schedule or my regular payout. Um, so that's going to be a fun weekend. Then we've got uh, Memorial Memorial Day weekend. We'll be at Hartford and Crystal. And then we have a new annual race uh, called Full Throttle uh, Sprint Car Nationals at I-96 on June 3rd and 4th. That'd be GLSS and Boss is coming up. And with Great Lakes traditional sprints. So that's going to be an all sprint two day weekend. Two completely separate shows. They're not tied together. All of our shows are separate. So when we have a two day weekend, we don't, you know, tie them together like some people do. We don't run heat races on one night. But the traditional sprints and the boss sprints will be running together. Yes, they will be running together. Right. Same with the, then, when you, the Super Sprints uh, and the All-Stars, that's going to be a combined right. two-day we, show. We, well, no, the All-Stars and Super Sprints, well, well, those are separate classes. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I sure. wouldn't do that to the guys. No, <laughs> I was I wondering. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's going to be both of us classes. It just worked out that way. I don't know. I don't really know how that worked out. Um, we always ran with them at I-96, and I was trying to get a show in Illinois because um, really Joliet isn't that far from Hartford. And that's right. what started me looking. Is, and I, I was talking to the Sprint Invaders over there in Western Illinois and Iowa. And we really couldn't put anything together this year. And I was able to get, I talked to Steve Sinclair at IRA because the IRA Sprints out of Wisconsin are running with the All-Stars in the same class um, at Route 66. And Steve told me that I might get a hold of the owner there and there might be an opportunity to run an all wing show and we take the 360s over there. And by golly, that's what we got done. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, then we come back, we come down to Fremont. We run Hartford 
which uh, we were on Hartford on June 24th. I think that's a Friday. Um, and then we come down to Fremont on the 25th. And then we're back up to... You're doing this all from memory? Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm used better than this. But with, I'm looking at your schedule. I'm waiting for you to mess up. <laughs> um, the, uh, <laughs> um, I can't remember what I had on, Help him out, on Friday of 4th of July, July 4th, weekend. You're up at I-96. July, July 2nd. Okay, it is I ninety six. I know we're I know we're at Crystal on Saturday. Um, but you got that right? Butler, Butler <laughs> then, on the, the second. Oh really? Okay, that's right. <laughs> I moved, I moved to Crystal out of there. Hey, you there's, made it halfway through your schedule without a mistake, Mike. <laughs> well, that, you know, I had the schedules pretty done in end of October. And then the rest of the time, the last four months are when the tracks finally work on their schedules, the rest of their schedule, there's a lot of maneuvering. And that's why it kind of screws me up once I get in the middle of the schedule. Um, but then on July 8th, we go to Winston. Uh, we haven't raced at Winston since GLSS. We were supposed, we were scheduled there in 2016 and um, they canceled on us. I mean, I don't know. I there was a sod race there earlier. Somehow sod got a race ahead of us. I think there was 300 people in the stands and I think they got scared and they canceled. They didn't, they canceled the show, but, um, but we'll be back there on July 8th for the first time. And then um, we'll be at Hartford. I try not to schedule against Kings Royal, but it's just the way it worked. We're going to have the non-wing and the wing at, uh, at Hartford on Thank you. Isn't that nice? <laughs> um, can you can you read that? <laughs> it's kind of small. I just expanded it. Oh, now okay. I can. <laughs> um, but but we have uh, we'll be at Hartford with the non-wing and the wing on the fifteenth, and then uh, then we we have a repeat of last year. We do I ninety six on on the t last weekend of the month, July 29th, and go on down to Fremont. That was a fun weekend. We had. 25 cars down at Fremont last year. That was, and we had, and they had a good time. That was, uh, they treat us well down there. And then the first weekend of August, again, I, I try not to go against sprint car nationals, but unfortunately sometimes that's the way it goes. Um, we haven't had anybody going to sprint car nationals and, um, and we had at Mount Pleasant and silver bullet. We have never been a silver bullet. Silver bullet has not had wing sprint cars for 10 years out at wow. Owendale. They've had non-wing out there and I've got, I've taken the lightning sprints out there, but uh, so that's going to be a fun weekend. It's right there on the US 20 corridor will be, you know, Mount Pleasant on Friday night and go straight East and be at silver bullet on Saturday. Um, so that one's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then the, the 19th and the 20th will be at I-96 in Butler. And then we'll round out our championship on Labor Day weekend at Hartford and Crystal. So that'll be the GLSS schedule at this point. So which, I don't really see much. Which, uh, which weekend or what event are you most looking forward to this, uh, this summer? Um, that's tough. 
because I love standing in corner in the in the inside of the infield in turn four and feeling those cars go around the track. I I um you don't have to, to you don't have to ending. choose. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good ones there. I mean, there there's a lot of nice combos, um, and I like the doubles, and and they seem to do good for us. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. It really is. Any all, extra all purse tracks. shows? Um, well, for sure, the May 13th and May 14th. That that we've had three thousand added to that. Because what we did is we took our normal purse and we just added 3,000 to win. Wow. Because our normal purse is 2,000 to win, 1,500 per second, and 1,000 for third. So all we did is added 3,000 up on top and played it down, So which makes it a really nice purse. Um, and, yes, I'm, I'm hoping to do that at a couple other races, but I haven't. I want to get this weekend out of the way and Sault Ste. Marie out of the way on Saturday or next week. And then I've got about four weeks to finally figure out all the details. All right. Well, but that weekend done. Well, we got to get moving here. But once again, uh, this weekend, you got the uh, uh, the racing on the ice there on Houghton Lakes, East Bay. Was it Prudenceville? Prudenceville? Prudenville. 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 <laughs> Uh, more details on uh, the uh, GLSS website, which is uh, greatlakesupersprints.com, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, or go to greatlakesprints.com and then just pick the car you want. There you go. All, then you can go to all three of the websites from there. It's a landing page. All right. Well, we expect, we expect lots of photos and uh, a video from uh, this weekend's action. Okay. We'll have it. Keep us we'll posted if somebody's going to do a Facebook Live. He's really wanting to. You should I just drive up there. I too much. Why don't you just come up? That's I, what I'm saying. You come to the infield with me. Too much going in the shop. And you can sit I in the mule. I'm married to this place. Oh, my God. <laughs> how much you is, need to get a secretary to, to work car. on your schedule for you, Ron. He's married yeah. to his secretary. <laughs> she, she's back home. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we appreciate you, you coming on, and, and good luck this weekend. Uh, it sounds uh, pretty exciting. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about it. Awesome. Thank you, Have guys. A great weekend, Barry. Thanks Thank so you. much, Barry. Yep. We'll see you. Yep. Thank you. Bye bye. There you go. There's uh, Barry Marlowe from uh, the Great Lake Super Sprints, Great Lake Lightning Sprints, uh, and all. This is like 32 million other classes. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sprints uh, and doing the ice thing this weekend. Uh, hopefully that uh, that goes well. It looks fun. If I wasn't yeah. going up to, uh, I have plans with uh, some friends coming in from out of town uh, up in Detroit uh, on Saturday. If, if hockey for that, game? I'd be going. Actually, I'd like to go to the hockey game, but I, I think we're going to a, a basketball game. Uh, I'm going to hang out with my friends. Well, I don't know. They like basketball. I, I saw a basketball game where a fight broke out, so maybe oh, there's. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> it did. It is the Pistons, and that could happen there too. That the, <laughs> what was it the what was it they had at the Palace? The Malice at the Palace. Yeah, years ago. Anyways, Bill Lambeer and Isaiah. No, oh, I think yeah. it was after that. But yeah, I, maybe. No, no, but Bill Lambeer was the man. <laughs> <laughs> he had a right to take anybody. <laughs> All right, it's the uh, Hammer Down Basketball Report. That's going to be our spinoff. <laughs> 
uh, podcast. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you got some uh, racing roundup action there, Jerry? Absolutely. This week's racing roundoff starts off. Let me try that again. This week's racing roundup starts off with the World of Outlaws case late models at Volusia Speedway Park on Thursday. It was Dale McDowell picking up the win. On Friday, Dennis Herb Jr. And then on Saturday, Chris Madden picked up the featured win. Devin Moran was crowned Dirt Car Nationals champion for the second consecutive year, wins the Big Gator title by one point over Smokey Chris Madden with four podium finishes. Next up for the World of Outlaws late models, the Rev on March 11th and March 12th. USAC Amsoil Sprint Car National Championship kicked off for 2022 at Bubba Raceway Park on Thursday with Emerson Axum picking up the win. And then on Friday and Saturday, Justin Grant swept the weekend shows at Bubba Raceway Park. Next up for the USAC National Sprint Cars, the Rev also on March 11th and 12th. That might be wrong. Arkhamenar- that might be wrong. That, that, I might have just copied that from the uh, the other. Oh, uh, my prep guy failed uh, yeah, me again. I, I should have looked I it up. To, uh, I've looked at it earlier uh, and... That could be wrong, is what I'm saying. It might be right, but I don't think it is. Double check. Check USAC.com. I'll check that. I'll check that. You keep going. All right. Arkham Menard Series action kicked off on Saturday at Daytona. Corey Heim picked up the win. Next up for the Arkham Menard Series, the General Tire 150 at Phoenix Raceway. Is this also on March 11th? I hope. I hope we're right. Uh, 7.30 p.m. on MAP TV. (laughs) NASCAR kicked off the 2022 point season this weekend with the Daytona races on Thursday. It was the blue-green vacations duels. Brad Keselowski, (coughs) I can't even say his name. Brad Keselowski picked up the win in duel number one, and Chris Buescher won duel number two. On Sunday at Daytona, Austin Sindrick picked up the Daytona 500 win in a thriller coming out of the wire with uh, Bubba Wallace coming home second. Uh, Ryan Blaney, who had pushed Cindric all day long, came home fourth. Next up for the Cup Series, the Wise Power 400 at Auto Club Speedway this Sunday at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. The Xfinity cars were also in action this weekend, and the beef, it's what's for dinner 300. The Austin Hill picking up the win Saturday evening. Next up for the Xfinity cars, the Production Alliance 300 at Auto Club Speedway on Saturday at 5 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. In the Truck Series, it was Zane Smith picking up the win in the Next Era Energy 250 on Friday night. Next up for the trucks, the Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Friday, March 4th at 9 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. And that will do it for this week's racing roundup here on the Hammerdown Racing Report. And the USAC uh, National Sprints are going to be at Lawrenceburg Speedway in Indiana on April 2nd. That's their next event. Uh... Atomic Speedway on the 16th of April. Sorry. I was, well, was going to say, it was kind of odd seeing the uh, USAC cars racing with the Outlaw late models when <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I the Outlaw started their it's a big own show. wingless. Well, with the Outlaw starting well, their yeah. own wingless series. That yeah. would... <laughs> Conflict there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, uh, Natalie Decker was supposed to uh, make her debut in, with the uh, Xfinity team and uh, Saturday's race. And that was, I was looking, I think I was watching the race late. Or maybe I was just looking at the results. I don't remember which. And uh, I was looking. I was like, "Where, where's, where's Natalie? Like, where's, where's Decker? I'm not seeing her name." And then I looked at the uh, results, and apparently she didn't. Uh, uh, there was like uh, 45 cars trying to qualify for 38 positions, right. so, and she didn't make it. So that's why I didn't see. If you did, you see our former guest Amber Balkin during the Cup Series race uh, for Bush commercial. 
Uh, twice, yeah. yes. They started talking yeah. to her, and then they, <laughs> they had a wreck, and then <laughs> they, they brought her back. Yeah, but I also saw her uh, uh, running uh, the ARCA race on Saturday afternoon, and uh, another female driver uh, riding her. What's her first name? I can't remember her first name. She Tori. Was... Satori? No. Like... We talked about her yeah. last week. Yeah. I, d- I yeah. didn't have this in my notes, but she had, I think it was a top five finish. She was up there. Very and, awesome. Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, uh, oh, I got some breaking news. Just in before we uh, went on the air tonight, Ryan Newman will be driving in uh, Tony Stewart's SRX series this really? summer. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Is that going to be his only ride then for the summer? Uh, is he not? As far as I know, I think he's just doing... He's kind of going to do the Kyle Larson thing. Probably not as uh, jam-packed of a schedule, but, you know, going back to his roots and, and doing some stuff there. I right. think it's what I read. But, yeah, the uh, uh, SRX series, he'll, he'll be competing for for that. So, very cool. Uh, coming up in just a little bit. Tony Breidinger, by the way. Tony, that's, yes. Thank you. Good job. Thank, got top 10, finished ninth. Hold thank on. goodness so, for the yeah, internet. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Coming up, we'll be giving away a Big D's pizza uh, for how many in uh, just a little bit. Uh, first, we got to mention freeze frame photos. Contact them for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also have your least favorite drivers. Really? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> pointing at them. Uh, they, do, they have all kinds of cool uh, uh, memorabilia, I guess, uh, can koozies, they, all kinds of little knickknacks uh, that they can put the photos on, some cool stuff. So uh, if you're looking for a gift, for a, a birthday's coming up for, for a race car fan, driver, whatever, um, give, uh, give Charlie a call at uh, 419-476-9978. And, uh, again, you got the cool calendar back. What month are you on? Is that still February? It's still February. Okay. I, I have it on the right okay. month for now. I, I feel like I've Next seen that same flip. picture for, for a while. but I Well, guess the, the first one was very similar. Charlie got a lot of the, that infield view of me that night. So I, gotcha. I think March is probably pretty close to the same. All right. uh, and, and you can choose your pictures. You don't that have to. a side-by-side one with, uh, I believe that is, as one of Andy King's trucks. Oh, yeah, I know exactly who that is. That would have been your feature winner. I'm side by side with uh, Greg Dietre. Whoa! Uh, but uh, they make the custom calendars, and you can pick. Uh, you can have different drivers for each month. Yeah. You can pick all your. You so pick the order. I only you raced at Oshade the one time, so he didn't have a, a ton of photos of me. So he was able to come up with twelve to put together a calendar for me. So I'll, I'll take it. Hey, it's it, one of the neatest things I've ever had of my racing careers, and I, I think it's really cool to have that on the wall. So can't I, thank Charlie enough for the great work. Are you going to be racing with the uh, the dirt trucks this summer? I, uh, at least a few times. Um, yeah, I can't that, race at Lima Land. Uh, that's going to be an issue, though, working uh, Montpelier for if... Uh, well, that's that's the weekend of the Keezer Memorial. I think is it I is. Told. So that weekend is mine. That, okay. That's the only weekend I take off for the year. That's I'm not missing the Oakshade race it, if I can't help it. It's that's, got your name on it, so that's cool. That, that's where Dad got his first feature win at. That track has a lot, a lot of uh, sentimental, sentimental uh, meaning to me. I love coming up there, not just because I get to hang out with you guys, but but well, that is a real bonus. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. that's the bonus. That's the kicker. That's what just puts it over the top. Now everybody up there, like last summer, 
I came up there by myself. I didn't I didn't have a crew. Dave Gumby Jr. come over and helped me out all night long. Uh, Chris Blycamp, I let me park next to him, him and his boy. They gave me lots of help all night long. Craig Dipman came over, gave me setup help, got me faster. Hey, you know, I, I can't thank everybody up there enough. So, so and yeah, get, your brother and sister-in-law, they were right there helping too. They I probably helped you more than they helped me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have uh, that Oakshade uh, Raceway schedule should be uh, coming out here within the next few weeks. Looking forward to that. Uh, Before the end of good. April? I believe so. Uh, also, speaking of uh, the guy over there, uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, give him a call, 734-856-7223. Oh, yeah. For race cars, parts, safety equipment, bodies, whatever. Everything I had that on the wrong side. I had that on his side. I want to get that over to your side. <laughs> <laughs> so confused. Uh, we've got some racing news here. Uh, Matt Snyder, or I'm sorry, Myatt Snyder. Uh, was in a pretty gnarly-looking uh, accident on uh, Saturday night during the Xfinity race. Got up into uh, the catch fence on the last lap, and it ripped the, the motor out from the car. Left a whole lot of his race car on the track. And uh, some of the parts, I guess, uh, went in the Michael Jordan and uh, Denny Hamlin's area or something, yeah. their owner area. There was a piece of wow. suspension embedded in the, the grill of their bus or something. I was just so glad that none of it got up into the grandstands. I don't yes. think they had grandstands back there, but yeah, it uh, the fence did its job. Uh, he uh, actually was okay, and uh, if you missed that crash, here here's uh, what you missed. They are two and three wide behind him. Crossover. Uh, That's comes. Austin Hill on oh, the twenty-one. Big crash up and over. Caution is out. I think that fireball going through the grass was the the motor. Yeah, that. That was indeed. That was pretty. The thing that got me about it was how abruptly that car stopped when it got up into the fence. That's when it gets a little scary. Yeah. So, but he's okay. I, I think he may have hurt his foot or, or something. I think that's but, when it hit that pole and did a yeah. lot of damage to that. It's a good thing that was the last lap. They would have had to really delay that race. They would have been racing until after midnight. Um, Michael that Andretti. Never happens in racing. No, never. Michael Andretti is uh, trying to form a uh, Formula One team under the title Andretti Global, uh, with his sights set for the uh, 2024 season to uh, make its debut. Wow! So, and I guess some other uh, Formula One teams have uh, expressed interest in, in helping out with uh, supplying parts, etc. But uh, keep an eye on that. Wheels. Wheelgate became a, a big thing at Daytona this weekend. Um, Team Penske and Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing had wheels confiscated and are uh, said to have modified the holes in them. I don't fully understand it. I think the way I understand it, it sounds like there's holes that when they put the wheel in, kind of lock, it, lock in it in place. Yep. And then there's a there's pin yeah. or a tab that comes up on the 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 one lug nut that's supposed to keep the lug nut in place, but from uh, well, let me just uh, read you what what he says here. Uh, Penske claims that it notified NASCARs of uh, inconsistencies in the wheels, which are all supposed to be identical for all the teams. Uh, quote: We had contacted NASCAR a week before and said that the wheels we were getting were not all the same, and we felt we needed to modify the holes where the drive pins go. Penske said. We uh, didn't, re didn't really get any feedback, and at that point, we went ahead and opened the holes up. Uh, Len Wood of the uh, Wood Brothers uh, said that 
there is a clearance issue with uh, the wheels, and the wheels expand from the heat and friction on the track. Wood believes it would be more of an issue on tracks where the uh, brakes are used extensively, such as Martinsville and other short tracks and road courses on the uh, NASCAR Cup schedule. Um, more wheel news. Kaz Grala, he lost a wheel after uh, first round of pit stops in the, in the Daytona 500. Shortly after that, Justin Haley suffered a broken rim, uh, which I believe NASCAR was saying because it vibrated because they didn't get the wheel tight or something, and that's what possibly broke yeah. the rim on that. Um, both the uh, 31 Colleg Racing Machine, driven by uh, Haley, and the number 50 Money uh, Team Racing Machine, driven by Grala, uh, lost their crew chief, Jackman, and tire changer for four races. Uh, Team Penske and RFK Racing have not been penalized for opening up those holes. NASCAR issued the following statement. Uh, NASCAR met with next-gen suppliers and several race teams this week to discuss wheel specifications. Following that discussion, NASCAR made small adjustments to increase the upper tolerance on pin and pilot bores for Fontana. Uh, NASCAR will reevaluate with suppliers and race teams and determine a path forward following this weekend's race. So, some- Long story short, NASCAR agreed that the unauthorized changes that were performed by the teams actually made things safer. They made sense, but they still penalized uh, the guys, the, the that, wheels that the, weren't the, on right yeah. during the race because yeah. they- so so let me get this straight now they take <laughs> they take three guys that are the most competent in changing tires take them out of the equation and put three rookies in to change tires next week that one makes sense well when you put it that way I'm sorry <laughs> I'd really like to talk about some of the changes that have been made to the new cars Scott I was trying to find a video that actually showed how the nut and everything you know yeah. real detail in the pilot holes and see what it all looked like and I could not find anything that would actually you know show up close everything that it was the only thing I could see was the little pin that stuck up uh, that keeps the uh, the nut from backing off. Did anybody notice the cars that did get a flat tire? And there were only a couple. Well, that was um, another issue. Yeah, when the tires went down, the cars bottomed out. The cars have a belly. The cars have a belly pan, which is supposed to make them more aerodynamic and safer and faster. But you get a flat tire. Now that's okay at Daytona because flat tires are kind of rare. What's going to happen at Martinsville, Bristol, um, where, where there's a lot of contact and a lot. Whew, wasn't it? Uh, They're jo- going to be wearing the rollback guys senseless. Yeah. Joey Logano was after that crash. I mean, I don't think he was in the crash, but spun and cut down some tires, and yeah. he couldn't. Tired, they- he couldn't move. He was like high sighted, stuck in the grass. Yeah. yeah, and it's those low profile tires. After the, after the victory lane photos, they had to go out and jack up the car and change yeah, change the tires so they could make it. Back so to the victory celebration. Is there is there a solution to that at this point? I mean, boy, I don't know what it'd be, Scott, because they're very dedicated to the to the ground effects with the belly pans, and they're dedicated to the seventeen inch wheels. Um, I suppose Could they get a thick, a uh, little higher profile tire. Would would that work, or would I, that cause I, issues up in the wheel yeah, well? You know, maybe they can mandate a ground clearance because they've got coilovers uh, similar to what. Uh, they run on dirt late models, and maybe they could mandate a, a ground clearance so that if somebody got a flat tire, they could make it back to the pits. Uh, I see a lot of drama this year. I really do. 
Growing pains with the new car. Absolutely. Hopefully they figure it out. Uh, persistent uh, rain throughout the week, uh, creating oversaturated grounds at Magnolia Motor Speedway and the Rev has forced uh, World of Outlaws NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series and track officials to cancel this weekend's events. Neither event will be made up. Next up is uh, the Cotton Bowl Speedway in uh, Page, Texas for the Texas Two-Step on Friday and Saturday, March 4th and 5th. Kenny Wallace, on uh, his future in racing, uh, said the uh, following, quote, um, I want to be very clear because sometimes people don't hear all of the story. Uh, Wallace, uh, 58, of St. Louis, Missouri, went on to say, This is my last season racing all over the place. Last year, I ran 82 races, 22 of them in other people's cars. I've been everywhere. I raced in Montana, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, all across the country. This is my last year of doing that, but not my last year racing. He plans to uh, focus uh, on continuing to race near home in the the next years right. after this. This is kind of like he, he's kind of doing a, a a slowdown tour. Farewell. Slowdown tour. Yeah, he's, where he's yeah. Uh, putting some uh, different uh, classic looks on his uh, modified. For, sure. From a former, from his career, I guess uh, we could say. Uh, and finally, uh, finally, last bit of news here I have is the NTT IndyCar Series uh, will kick off its season at the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg in St. Petersburg, Florida, this Sunday at noon on NBC. And with that, question: Yeah, I got an answer. Did have we talked about it all? We've always talked about the new cars in NASCAR. Auto Club Speedway was supposed to be a short track when they came back this year. I just, you know, I was yeah. thinking of that a few weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, because they were going to change that to a half mile, yeah. right? Exactly. But I and thought that was a long-term I, plan. Where did it go? It was supposed to happen, and this was supposed to be the first race on the half mile. Supposedly, in the story I read earlier today, it's still supposed it's still happening, but there's no no longer a timetable. COVID caused a uh, worker shortage, and they were unable to complete the project in a timely manner. Supply chain issues. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't get asphalt. I think they had plenty of asphalt to do the Coliseum. The Russian invasion. Well, that's where the asphalt went, Jerry. 60 miles away. That's where the the asphalt went. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, uh, your chance to win a Big D's pizza. Uh, we're going to do uh, our how many here. Last week's how many was how many cars would finish on the lead lap of the Daytona 500. And uh, we thought they, it might be more of a tame race. Yours truly lost that one big time. Uh, Brad Kozlowski uh, was a major factor in that not being the case. Uh, 15 cars ended up finishing on the lead lap. So uh, I picked 23. Brad I was the closest to that. Say what? Brad Kisplowski. I like that. That's good. Mr. Plow, that's his name. Name I I don't think Brad had any intention of wrecking anybody. He was just trying trying to to help. He was trying to too aggressive. He was trying to help too much. And at the wrong places. The the Fords only seemed to line up with the Fords. When they tried to line up with the – it it, it wasn't I I was just going to say, I think he picked the wrong cars to bump draft with. Yeah. Well, the car he turned on his lid was a Ford. Wood Brothers, 21, uh, Harrison Burton. (laughs) I shot your theory down. 
Yeah. That was one, one of Five. how many? Well, that's true. <laughs> Um, he, was, he was betting 20%. Our uh, listener winner from last week uh, was uh, Brian Hammer, who guessed 17. And After, here we were making fun of him for uh, that pick. Oh, yeah. my God. I know. Let's, you remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I talked to him like the next night. He's like, uh, I don't remember what. The, I didn't actually hear what the uh, question was. I just guessed 17. What was it? <laughs> Look, you dork. So uh, congratulations, uh, he wins a Big D's Pizza. This week's How Many and your chance to win a Big D's Pizza is... Uh, I haven't been looking at the comments, my bad. Hopefully there's nothing here. Um, yeah, what's that? You should go make a uh, Hammer Down Racing Report calendar available on your website. Shots of you, yeah. Well, I bet you if uh, you uh, contact Charlie, he can make a Hammer Down Racing Report calendar. I'm sure he's got pictures of us. Put Jerry on the cover. There we go. Which should be a special the one edition. Thing we didn't we didn't do during our graduation. We should have pulled up on the front stretch and got a uh, stretch and got a picture of us side by side together. We'll do that this year, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Ain't no replay of twenty one. I have nothing to do with it. Oh, you, you're you right. Well, I'm, I'm not losing this time. So this week's how many is uh, going to be? And I don't even know how many cars are actually starting, but how many? Cars will finish on the lead lap of the IndyCar Firestone Grand Prix at St. Petersburg. Yeah, we're going. I'm doing an. I'm doing an IndyCar. How many? Ooh, wow. Yeah, I might have to get my steering wheel out and go practice this on right. iRacing to kind of right and left. So quick, uh, somebody tell wait. us how many cars will be starting. How many are going to finish on the lead lap? Is the uh, thing? And Dean says eleven. So I have to guess first. I'm going with eleven. I like what Dean's saying there, so I'm going with 11. Ron, uh, what, do you, what do you got? Wait, no, we should make Jerry go next because he was second closest last week. Was, was I? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm stealing Brian's number from last week. I'm, go, I'm going 17. 17. <laughs> and I'm landing right in the middle with 14. Oh, kind of spread out. All right, if you want a shot at a Big D's Pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments of our uh, Facebook Live or our uh, uh, YouTube Live and you can do that up until noon on Sunday, noon Eastern on Sunday. That's when the uh, IndyCar race, I believe, is supposed to start. Yeah. Uh, so you have until noon on Sunday if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify or, you know, Amazon Podcasts, whatever. Actually, I think it's Amazon Music. Uh, you have time. Just find our Facebook Live uh, video by going to our Facebook Live or our Facebook uh, page. Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing. How about if Dean Henry wins? He's got to bring a pizza to the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. I got Ooh. nothing against that, but I don't think and, he'll be happy and, about and, it. And he'd, get some, and he'd get some free airtime. Yeah, well, he can be in the studio, too. He can be on yeah. the show. Um, yeah. There you go. That sounds good to me. Uh, I promised earlier, I got, uh, Nick uh, Barry had sent this uh, video over of the uh, ice car racing. So Ooh, before, yeah. before we uh, get out of here, this is... Uh, Kind of uh, what it looks like. I believe this is uh, racing in New Hampshire, though, but uh, it's going to be pretty similar to what you'll see this weekend. So uh, check this out, and uh, you'll see what uh, I think they need to water the track down. All right, he's on the double zero now. Where'd they 
lot of snow dust. So what's that look like? It looks like sprints racing on ice. That's uh, 26 entries this weekend at the Indy car race, by the 26, way. okay. So uh, listen to those guys throttle up. Yeah. The thing I'd be worried about they are, is they're getting some bite there. Yeah. They're digging into that ice. They got to have 24 yeah. inches of ice because by the end of the day, they're going to dig a hole in Down that. to 12. Yeah. <laughs> All that snow flying that, or ice crystals or whatever that was, you know, that's that was down there separating them from the liquid underneath. Yeah, there is that. I do like the idea of hockey rinks, though. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah. It's already got a wall. Granted, they probably would have to be enforced a little bit, but you get people right on the glass, banging on the glass like at a hockey oh, yeah. game. That's what, for that's what the uh, old uh, Fort Wayne races used to be. It was right on the hockey rink. Oh, yeah. Why'd that they... was kind of where the, the whole Coke syrup came from because the floor was so cold, they couldn't get any traction, so they started putting pop syrup down to, to get more traction. And it works. Yes. Now everybody does. Big time. Now everybody. Very nice. Uh, thanks uh, to Nick Barry for calling in and uh, Barry uh, Marlowe from the Great Lakes Super Sprints for joining us uh, this week on the show. Uh, next week, uh, still working on uh, David Siebers, talking about the sponsorship on his uh, late model. Um, actually, John uh, Nida sent yeah. me a message uh He's interested in coming on and talking some racing. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll get him in here uh, sometime next month. Voice of experience <laughs> there. Uh, thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kammer, field correspondents, Matt Swander, John Young, and Doug Dock. Oh, there is, uh, speaking of Doug Dock, I was watching uh, the Sandusky Speedway Facebook Live on uh, Tuesday. And uh, if uh, you do have a Dominator Superstock, formerly the Oakshade Bombers, uh, and are planning on going to that event on the 9th and 10th of April. Of April, Yes, I suppose I should specify that. <laughs> uh, where they are running the uh, Super Stocks versus the Fremont Dirt Trucks, they are going to make us uh, run uh, the two-barrel carburetor. So, And I had to give my two-barrel back that I was borrowing. So if anybody has a two-barrel carburetor uh, that I could borrow that weekend, you know, let me know. What size? I don't know, as long as it fits my car. I, I, I got don't a, care. I got a 500 CFM. I don't know if it'll fit or not. Uh, if it's a Holley 4412, and it probably, uh, and if it's a 500, yeah. yeah, it would. All right. It's good. Making deals. I'll have to come down and see go. you then before uh, April 9th. <laughs> or maybe I'll come up and see you. All right. There's well, a lot of them around, Scott. Shouldn't be that hard. I, yeah. Well, I got time, so I figured looking early here. Those Fremont truck guys rotate them around frequently. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should borrow one of theirs so I can beat them. Maybe Corey's got one. Maybe. All right. Beat them with their own stuff. Uh, no hammer down hotline playback, yes, for uh, this week. Uh, but if you'd like to call and leave a message, I did actually check it this week. I don't always check it, but uh, 419-318-3081, 419-318-3081. Maybe you can call if uh, you have an idea of maybe what NASCAR could do to yeah, fix give the, some, uh, the wheel issue. Give, give us your thought on NASCAR gen six cars in general and if you have any solutions for the wheels for when oh, they yeah. go flat and the cars can't move and then we gotta wait and it's causing 
more issues because we got to get the tow truck out there to move them when they could used to be able to drive back to the pits on a flat. I guess one good thing is they're not tearing up their fenders, uh, flapping around the the flat tires because they can't move. Uh, they tear up the fenders until they get them slowed down. Four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. The Sammer Down Hotline. Yeah, give us a call. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to all our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway. Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Shop, uh, Barber Studio, and Salon down there yeah. in Perrysburg. I got my haircut this weekend, so Ooh. see, I, I'm I, I got to come up there. I, I'm do. way overdue. I'm getting shaggy, and they'll do this. They bit. put hot towels on your neck. Oh like, yeah, I'm all, yeah, I'm in. It's it's pretty Sold. it's pretty sweet. They got video games and. I believe there's a free beer in the fridge they have Ooh. there, too. Oh, so, I mean, you should have told me that. Yeah, my buddy John, he knows how to, to do do stuff I right, might not so. make it back to Lima. <laughs> <laughs> and the big screen TVs, and they're, they're going to add more. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, uh, 7 o'clock. Hammer Down Racing Report right here live Thursday night with some exciting show, I'm sure. Absolutely. It, it'll be killer. And in the meantime. It'll be organic. Check out HammerdownRacingReport.com. We're out. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.